But this is something that already exists. Water already existed. God didn't change. What was the change? The change was water should flow, water should stand. That's a minor change in comparison to the change of non-existence to existence. All the change that we know of, all the change, you know, the way we classify life and we... Everything, the difference between poor and rich, dull and brilliant and colorful or tall, short, all the differences, quality in life, low quality, high quality, take any extreme, take all the extremes in existence, one extreme to the other. The difference between one extreme to the other is not as dramatic as the difference between non-existence and existence. The difference between non-existence and existence is so much more dramatic. But this is something that eludes the deists, eludes those who deny divine providence. Because we live in a framework of existence. Our whole frame of reference is existence. We take existence for granted. The question is, what quality of existence do we have? We have a great quality of existence, a low quality of existence, and that's the whole struggle in life. We're trying to change from one extreme to another extreme, from poor to wealth to rich. But none of it compares to the dramatic difference between non-existence and existence. The Jew has the ability to step back, to step outside of the whole frame of reference. And the Jew questions the whole assumption, the whole underlying assumption of existence itself. The Jew says, why are we taking existence for granted? Why do we exist? Why is there existence? When naturally, essentially, with the law of entropy, we should all be nothing. How is it that life triumphs over illness? Health triumphs over illness? How is it that life triumphs, existence triumphs? It is nothing short of the most profoundest miracle. And there must be some dramatic force or energy, divine force or energy that's forcing this, that's creating this each and every moment. So the Jew has the ability to step back and to question the very assumption, which is why the Jew traditionally is always the revolutionary, because the Jew questions all the assumptions. The Jew steps outside of the whole picture and questions the whole, the whole assumption. And that's what Shabbos is. A Jew doesn't keep Shabbos. Shabbos is the most essential part of a Jew's life. Shabbos to a Jew is like idolatry. Not to keep Shabbos to a Jew is the equivalent of worshipping idols. Because what is Shabbos? Shabbos is when a Jew steps back and celebrates the miracle of existence. Six days a week, we're living within the framework of reality, the framework of existence. We're working, we're accomplishing, we're creating, we're moving, we're changing. Come Shabbos, we step back and we say, wait a minute, why are we taking existence for that? Existence itself is the greatest miracle. You want to celebrate? Celebrate existence. The fact that I am, the fact that we're here, that God created the world. Shabbos affirms that God created heaven and earth. That existence itself is an act of creation, is a miracle, and that's the most dramatic. The fact that I exist. Forget about the quality of existence or the type of existence. The fact that I exist, period, is the most dramatic. If you think about it, if you step back, if God forbid you had a choice between non-existence and existence, you would appreciate. You would give up everything just to exist. Because that's the most dramatic thing, that's the most meaningful thing. Everything else is just icing on the cake. But you don't appreciate it. And Dr. Rebbe refers to them as fools. Because they're stuck within that framework of science and logic and rational and deism. And they, they don't have the ability to step back. 
And to say, wait a minute. Creation itself, existence itself is the greatest miracle. Creation, existence tells me that there's a God and that God is constantly engaged and involved in the world because there must be a powerful energy, a creative divine energy that's constantly making that transition from non-existence to existence. That's bringing us from non-existence into existence. That change is so profound, it's so dramatic. That is the biggest proof that there's a God in this world. And that God is intimately engaged and involved with existence and with life and with every detail, the tiniest detail that happens in this world. Godliness permeates creation. Godliness is within us and all around us. Our substance is godliness. Our essence is godliness. There is nothing else. It's a miracle. Existence is a miracle. I take a breath, it's a miracle. Life is a miracle. Health is a miracle. I eat, I drink, I sleep. Everything I do is, is nothing short of a miracle. But with, when you're in the framework of existence, you don't see it. You're blind. You have blinders. You don't see it. You don't have the capacity to see it. Because that's your whole frame of reference. You're like living in a bubble and you have no idea. You, can't, you don't have that perspective. You can't step back and appreciate and put everything into perspective. The Torah puts everything into perspective. That's the opening words. That's the foundation, the cornerstone of everything that follows. Creation. It's an astonishing miracle. It makes no sense. And there must be a, and there is a dramatic force and energy that's constantly creating this miracle. The Zohar says it was a rabbi, Kriyeva Saba, one of the colleagues of Rabbi Shimon Bar when his wife would serve him breakfast or dinner, and the food was already sitting on the table, he would say a prayer. He would pray to God. He says, "Please, Hashem, please give me food," which is very puzzling. Your prayer was already answered. The food is on the table. It's piping hot. It's steaming hot. Why are you praying to God, give me food? He had already given you food. And the answer is, for a Jew, every moment of existence is nothing short of a miracle. Just because I exist now, there's nothing logical that tells me, that compels me to believe that I will continue to exist another moment from now. There's nothing logical that compels you to say that the sun will rise tomorrow. Just because the sun has risen for the last 5,765 years doesn't mean it will continue to rise tomorrow. It's not logical. Dr. Rebbe just explained the miracle of nature, the miracle of existence is much greater than all the miracles in the Torah. The greatest miracle in the Torah is the splitting of the sea. Dr. Rebbe says the splitting of the sea, that's nothing in comparison to the miracle of this cup of water. The miracle of nature, the miracle that we exist. The difference between nothing and something is so much more dramatic. It's so much greater than the difference between the water splits or the water doesn't split. Or the water turns into blood or doesn't turn into blood. All the miracles in the Torah are nothing in comparison to the miracle of creation. The miracle of creation is the most astonishing miracle of all. The miracle of existence is the most astonishing miracle of all. And therefore, of course, Hashem is engaged, involved. You need a tremendous energy, a tremendous force, creative energy, each and every moment to bring existence into being, to make that transition from nothing to something, each and every moment, is nothing short of an act of God. So being itself, existence itself, is an act of God. 
Our being is an act of God. All of our experiences are an act of God. Everything that happens in our lives, to the tiniest detail, is nothing short of an act of God. So how can a Jew not believe in divine providence? Of course, God is engaged in the world, involved in the world, intimately engaged in the world. The world wouldn't exist without God deliberately and willingly choosing to recreate the world and everything that happens in the world, from the tiniest grain of sand and tiniest amoeba to the most earth-shaking event, the heavens and earth. Creation existence itself is much more impressive, is a greater miracle than all the miracles. God doesn't have to show a miracle to show us that he's involved in the world. The fact that we exist is the greatest miracle of all. And if when it comes to a miracle, we all see God must be involved and continuously involved, as in the splitting of the sea when the wind had to blow all night to create this miracle, to force the water to go against its nature. How much more so in the greatest miracle of all existence itself that God is constantly creating us and bringing us into existence. So this is a revolutionary approach. This is, a, this is entirely different than any other. This is the foundation of the Jewish people, the very first words of the Torah, of our Shabbos. Right in the beginning, God creates the world with ten utterances, and the seventh day he rests. Because it's the Shabbos that affirms our belief in creation. Shabbos, everything becomes a mitzvah. On Shabbos, when you eat, it's a mitzvah. When you sleep, it's a mitzvah. Just existing and being become a mitzvah. On Shabbos, you stop creating, adding to the universe. You're not allowed to create. You're not allowed to add to the universe, the quality of the universe. Cook something, turn on the light, change something. Change the status quo. Shabbos, you realize you don't have to add anything. The fact that I exist, that is the greatest miracle. That is a celebration. Shabbos, you stop taking existence for granted. That's the miracle of Shabbos. That's why Shabbos is the holiest day. A holy day. When you stop taking existence for granted and you realize that existence itself is the greatest miracle. It's the holiest thing. And if Hashem... Becomes part. The act of eating becomes a mitzvah and Shabbos. The most simple, natural act, sleeping, taking a walk, pleasurable activity, all becomes a mitzvah. Because that is the greatest pleasure. If a person had a choice between living a poor life or a rich life, or a choice between non-existence and existence, <laughs> you would suddenly discover the pleasure of existence. That's the deepest pleasure. Everything else is icing on the cake. Poor, rich, deep, shallow, all of that is, these are relative differences. But the difference between non-existence and existence is, is as dramatic as it gets. And you relish and you find deepest pleasure just in being in existence. Deepest pleasure a person has is the will to live, to exist. God forbid a person's life is threatened. Nothing else means anything. Suddenly you discover the deepest pleasure. Shabbos is a day of pleasure. You realize the, the pleasure, the miracle of existence itself. And that's why the Jews are called witnesses. We are the witnesses. We give testimony on Shabbos. We all stand up and show Friday night. And like witnesses in the Jewish court, you have to stand up, rise, and give testimony. Every Jew is called to rise and give testimony by Yechulu HaShemayim that God is the creator of heaven and earth. By keeping Shabbos, we give testimony. 
creation, that God is the creator, the miracle of creation. That's the most dramatic miracle. That's why we have Shabbos every week. A holiday is for a special miracle, a special occasion. Pesach, Shavuot, Sukkot. Shabbos is much more profound than the holidays. Shabbos is the miracle of existence. That's the greatest miracle of all. That's the most divine of all. You want to be intimate with Hashem? You want to get close with Hashem? You want to realize Hashem is with you every step of the way? As close as you can get? That Shabbos. Shabbos becomes the foundation for the whole week. Then you go back into the work week, into the creative mode, and, and you add spice to existence, and you change, and you transform, you compose. But you still have that sense, Hashem is with you. Shabbos instills within you, infuses within you that sense that existence is a miracle. Everything is a miracle. Nature is a miracle. And therefore, you live a certain way. You act, you do business. If all my competition are thieves and ganavim and steal and lie and cheat, what does it have to do with me? I know where my bread comes from. It comes directly from Hashem. Nature is just a medium. It's just a vehicle. Nature is nothing independent. It comes directly from Hashem. And what's the vessel to receive Hashem's blessing? The Torah. Studying Torah. Finding time to study Torah. Doing business in a kosher way. Being honest. Truthful. Treating your employers, employees properly. Treating your employer properly. Stopping to work on Shabbos. Not working on Shabbos. That's the vessel for your blessing. Because Shabbos reminds you that there's nothing but Hashem. Everything is really Hashem. Hashem is with me, in me, all around me. There's nothing else. The very substance of existence of nature is nothing more than Hashem. The divine energy, the, the letters, the words in the Torah that are constantly creating, that are forcing and creating this world and bringing it into existence each and every moment, each and every split second. It changes your whole attitude. It changes your whole perspective. That's why the Talmud says, if a Jew keeps Shabbos, if the Jewish people kept Shabbos, one version is one Shabbos, the other version is two Shabbos. If the entire Jewish people kept one Shabbos or two Shabbos, his Mashiach will be here in a second. It's not just a segula. Segula is like, like a trick. You know, if you do this, then it'll work. Because if you keep Shabbos, Shabbos changes you. It transforms you. It transforms your whole attitude, your whole perspective. You can never be the same. If someone truly keeps Shabbos from A to Z, from Aleph to Tav, it will dramatically transform. And it would, when the Jews transform, the whole world will be transformed. And the whole world will become Shabbos. The Mashiach will come, says every day will be Shabbos, in the sense that godliness will be transparent. Now we're, wearing, we're all wearing blinders. We don't sense it, we don't feel it, we don't experience it. The Mashiach will come, all the blinders will be removed and godliness will be self-evident. You'll feel, you'll see the divine energy creating this cup of water. You'll see the divine energy, that creative energy. 